0: Good evening ladies, Good so cheery, hope you had a lot, a lot of dances this week, okay, we a lot of passion, so yeah but I danced with the music, I actually at the, mu- at the wedding they had eight time cats, oh. 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 so that was nice, wow. that was nice, has a picture of yeah that was very nice, no the was nice. Uh, and the dancing was nice. It was actually the second wedding I was involved with that had anything like Joel Godalgis' wedding, he played also. Um, yeah, he's very, he's very good. So I danced, but the question is as good as that was, if you did like a major thing, you could dance in your house. Well, well dancing is a major thing. Yeah, it is a major thing. <laughs> but it's a major thing, but well, actually, we're going to touch on that tonight, but the truth is. It's a natural thing. If you're at a wedding, you dance. The question is when when we do non-natural things, when we do things which are personal (coughs) victories and personal pushes, um, that really is an accomplishment to to appreciate. Now, we're not going to finish this topic tonight. It's going to have to actually wait uh, till we'll when we resume. But it's actually the last part is as follows: Akhran, Akhran. We finish up Chesed, so. Again, not tonight, probably next time. But, lastly, lastly, we're dealing with chesed, the most challenging part. The most challenging part of chesed. To finish this, he's calling it attractive, this subject matter of chesed. you kan. got to stay here. Achitachin ki, after we've done all of the external uh, deeds, acts of Khashed, this is for when we're there, when we have arrived at a certain darga, certain level of Chasid. Who Indian and that is the concept and the idea of imchaveru to really Bear your friend's pain, sorrow, tr- tr- difficulty, not to, well, to see it and respond, but to feel it. By the way, for a, a wedding, to really feel the joy, to to, to to feel, to truly feel. And by the way, I honestly, I was very moved this because I've been involved with the family and him for many years. I really I felt moved watching the chapa. Uh, but I was thinking to myself, like, let's say I didn't know the person at all. Uh, it's also an amazing moment. And, you, you know, I'm, all, I'm, uh, I, I'm personally uh, more inspired by weddings than almost anything in life. I don't even more than a brisque. A barista is like the beginning. Because a wedding, you see that there's a certain, like, like I'm there, like, staring at this. I'm like, you see this young bride, a young groom, and they're praying under the chapa. And all their w- dreams and all of their wishes and their whole life ahead of them, and you think to yourself, like, this is the beginning of a chain. This is the beginning of, a, 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 and it's that moment of beginnings and, and dreams and hopes and prayers. And you like, you think to yourself, what it took to cut to get to that point. You see the parents and the sisters and the siblings. Which I thought was very cute. The collars sisters and sisters-in-laws were all holding each other on the side I noticed them all holding like, like this as the chuppah was going on I was like really? but it's not just those people that are there watching this happen it's we you know kabbalistically the, the, grand, the, the great-grandparents and the great-great-grandparents and previous generations who created this moment it was their merit that, that caused this I'm like sitting there like but it would just, wouldn't happen to you I know the family and the chassid very well but if I didn't know them, that wouldn't change, right? And you would still, you know, sometimes people are very kind or very caring about people that they know. But actually, it's a bigger chesed at some level for the people you don't know. Because at some level, the people that you do know, it's not purely a chesed. It's, 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 it's also a very good concept, and it's a separate concept. It's called friendship. And friendship is uh, a very Yiddish concept. Of A very Jewish concept. Uh, uh, you know, it's certainly a very important in Kneilah Chachav. You should acquire yourself a friend. And true friendship means to invest. It means to give of yourself. It means to put you know put yourself out for your friend. And that's how the any friendship which doesn't entail that. The, uh, the social media friends are not real friends. Mm-hmm. They are not your friend. They may like your article or smile or, or love it. They are not your friends. It could be some of them are your friends. That was probably uh, my question. It could be some of them. But they're not, they're not your friends, because so they're, they're friended on social media. You could, anyone can friend anyone on social media. That means gone. on, she's not here yet. Nothing. Um, what a real friend is there's an act of giving. Now, so when we really go to a wedding, or tziburis, or tzurah, or, or tahara, or funeral. That it's for sure chesed, but there's also a feeling of friendship that's involved, which is very holy, and very important. And I don't want to take it away from that because we live in a world where people don't invest in friendship today. So that's very, but it's not the chesed. It's it's partial chesed, partial friendship. Real chesed would be if you didn't even know the person and you can still feel it. You still, uh, you still are open up. Uh, to feel what you get achas and nice of all feeling for your friend is one of the 48 ways that the Torah is acquired My, which means that the Torah that the, the mission of us says that to acquire Torah and you, you need to be a receptacle it's not like science or, or, or math or history which you just have to be brainy or study it to be a to have kinyan to act, to acquire torah, it, it you need to have a spiritual clay, to be a vessel to acquire. And one of these ways is to be noticeable and In fact, mylezu he Ha ha'amuk. Listen to this unbelievable. what Revolva says it is the deep root of all commandments which are been adam al-Khavero. All myths of ben adam the deepest root that feeds the mitzvah is to be able to bear your friend and to, to be noticeable to feel for your friend, to be sensitive to the friend, which we'll get to. It's not only that, it's halicha bejacham, It's to walk in the ways of Akash Baruchel, to walk in the way of God. Yimida it's a central character trait. Bovra, look, look, give it a kick. Look at the Torah. The Martin Torak Siv at the giving of the Torah, the Yisrael, the Takas at the moment of Martin Torah, at the moment, the greatest moment in the history of, of mankind, um, under whatever the divine throne, obviously whatever we can't even imagine the divine throne is, it's not really physical. So whatever this means, it means it on a spiritual level, but it's not for now. I'm not learning Kabbalah now, ladies, but just just keep in mind it doesn't literally uh, mean this. But under the divine throne was a livenas a saper, like a sapphire floor. Uh, and and the, the Rashi quotes the Talmud: "Kamaisi a This floor was there the whole time that the Jewish people were, were in Egypt, in servitude, subjugated, afflicted. Um, you know when I see this Rashi I wonder how it looked in Shemaim during the Holocaust you know what it must have been during when when Jews were were being gassed and cremated in Auschwitz and in in, in Treblinka like how that must have been Um, uh, so the whole time that the Jews were in Mitzrayim in a divine throne up above there was a feeling of servitude, of of, of, of pain. Of Kim And when they saw a guide at Mat and Torah, only how many days, not so long, how many days after they were freed from Egypt? Is he getting the Torah? How many? It was an 11-day journey between the they and the No, that's true. But how many days after leaving Egypt did they get the Torah? 50 days, right? The a Omer. Yeah, so the, 50th, the 49th the day day and they're ready to go up the fiftieth day. So they saw this. She said that they you should know the whole time that you were in Egypt is nice old call you saw. Uh levana spark Now I want to tell you something. We we live in today's tragedy where, you know people are generous, they give to us. Go fund the accounts and charity accounts—they think about it for a moment uh, if they're a good person, um, you know. But most of us, in the next morning, we roll over on the other side of the bed, and life goes on. We're we're busy in life, you know. We we, we move on, we, we travel on, uh, and even if there's a constant travedy, tragedy, tragedy, uh, most people they get used to. Very, you look at the history of the Holocaust. It's, it's 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 tragic to say that the apathy the of, of of the vast 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 majority of Jewry. Period. Uh, certainly, some of the Jews completely uh, did nothing and stood for nothing. Especially that the leadership of the Reform and Conservative movements actually didn't want to stand out. the Fact. 100% fact, uh, un- un- unquestionable fact, documented that the heads of JTS, that the heads of the reform colleges, that Stephen Weiss, people of those ilk, actually told FDR not to about, do things, downplayed, they were more worried about their status as American Jews and their brethren dying in the gas chambers. Fact that Finkelstein and, and, and JTS, and they even wrote it in the JTS memoir about him that he did not, want to take the Holocaust on, on, on the first and fourth line. It was the Orthodox rabbinate and only the Orthodox rabbinate who made a march on Washington and with actually the with, the with the exception of the what was the Beitar movement uh, of Cook's, Cook's nephew, the Bergson group these kind of groups actually did stuff but the vast majority of American Jewry literally read the New York Times every morning had their coffee had their donuts and went on in life as Jews were burnt alive. So as Jews were burnt alive, at literally, and, and, if, and, and if you think about the majority of the, the, what you call Orthodox Jews at those times, no, so, they thought about it, they were a little active, but they were not losing sleep. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, the vast majority of these Jews who were good Jews and thought about it, actually, Maybe they signed petitions. They were willing to put themselves a little uncomfortable, make themselves a little, maybe a little sharp, but think about what's going on. A little uncomfortable. They they, they weren't losing sleep over it, most people. They weren't, you know, the, the greatest sages, Aaron Cutler and Rav Kalmanovich, went on Shabbos to Washington, D.C. more than once to try to save Jews, literally Jews who Rabiran Khlach who is machmir on himself at every corner in the book, but to save one one Jew. You know, I, I, one one Jew, you know, there's a mice at the end of the war that that they that during the the mugs during was the Vice Amanda all are trying to save Hungarian Jewry. And they, they literally were willing to do break American law to save Jews. Uh and the, ha- the head of the joint, so I'm not helping you guys break America law lot to save Jews. And so that Rebana Cutler, Irving, Irving Boonham, I'm just jumping around. There. Irving Boonham, who was a lay leader, basically told the head of the joint, if you don't help us, I'm going to take tomorrow a brick and f- have the press and throw it through your window and say that you guys are doing nothing for European Jewry. Right? And you're more worried about your breaking traffic laws and Jews dying. Um, but, so at the time, Irving Boonam, someone was in the room, he said, the head of the joint told Rabbi Aaron Cutler, he said, Rabbi, these Jews anyways in Budapest, they're communists. They're secular Jews. They're not your kind of Jews. What are you so worried about? You know, but Rabbi Aaron was losing sleep. You know, that Chaim salvation I just, I want any to difference what it means to be noticed about it, it means not, doesn't mean to feel it for two minutes. It's a, that's a level, by the way. It's a level that most of us aren't on. You know, I, 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 I we, we, most of us, when those three boys were kidnapped in the Hebron, we were upset about it, but we slept at night. You know, most of the day we didn't, you know, oh, oh, somebody else, a be like they can't function. So, you know, Chaim Soloveitchik, I'll give you an example. Chaim Salavechik, uh died in 1917. So he was, uh, during World War I, in the, in the 60s, he was a god of the time, from the greatest age of the generation. So in the middle of 1915 or sixty, he was an older man, he was, he was sick, he was sickly, his family found him sleeping outside in Russia, Pasha in Russia, in the winter, he was, they called him sleeping outside. He's a get into, you're going to get sick. Someone just told me that their relative on, on Monte Shabbos went out and it was wet, got a little wet, it was cold. They just got sick. He's in his 60s. Push it free. Is it cold in Russia, by the way? In the he winter? To, would you sleep outside? No. He's in his 60s. Red, what are you doing? Come inside, so you're going to die. He said. And, and, and he, it's like he made an announcements for the newspapers. And for, they found him there. <laughs> they found him. He said, how could I sleep in my bed when there's Jewish soldiers on the front lines tonight? How, how in the world could I sleep in my bed when there's Jewish kids who are they're on the German front and on the Russian front who are, you know, are, are out there? He, that's feeling, you know, Rebetzin Kotler, Schneer Kotler's wife, did not have sugar during the whole World War II. Because how could she have sugar? When when, when when it's going on, she didn't. She didn't have sugar. That is, I'm just. That's what it means. That's the beginning of no sevam <laughs> I'm trying to what it means to really. Because if it's, you really feel their pain, you know, you would so say you real. I'm not, we're just starting. We're, just hold the question. We really feel their pain, then, uh, then, you're gonna feel it. It's not. It's not. And if you're really happy, you're gonna be rejoicing. You're gonna be so. That is the level of akashan. Means everything about his house changed when when, when this was. Now obviously, in our lives, we're bombarded with all kinds of messages, which we'll get to. Pain, happiness. I, you know, I came last night. I was at a wedding. I was at a high. Spoke to many parents this morning. Like you know, all over the place, I'm all over the place. Like actually, the last yesterday really was physically all over the place. But we're all we're all getting lots of messages. So, but the point is is when you're, when, the, when that when there's a Holocaust. It's pretty overarching. Um, and just to be, like, not to affect us at all. You know, like, we can have our coffee and tea. You know, happens to be, there's even halachas of men and women being intimate when there's a famine in the area. People are, let's say you're in a nice house and other people are starving. Like, there is halachas that the Gemara brings out in Shulchan Aruch about, Proper behavior when people are suffering—it's not. There I are mean, details of those halachas. It's not for right now, but the point is, it's not like your life goes on the same. No, when Hashem, when the Jewish people are suffering, the whole divine throne again. This, don't take this literally, <laughs> but the whole divine throne was mourning. Okay, it was nice of all in klayisol b'shas shibud aysel levana the fun of the spot tamed. And he was constantly remembering their suffering. You know, when I see, you know, usually it's army people, the POW signs. I think these are mentioned. You know, now that's all they have, and they don't—they're not mentioned the other way. But that's—you don't—you know—that's important not to forget people. You know, who are there. It keeps things in your mind. And he still kept. By the way, listen to this. So when they were at Matan it was 50 days later. Why was that? Why was it that there? So, um, so he remembered how happy that he should be at this moment. You know, it's he didn't forget the suffering. Because guess what? You know, I was involved in, in a family where a child had a sickness and got married. I'm telling you, if you're ever in that kind of situation. My in-laws were very involved in these kind of families. When you see a kid who at age two or three had cancer and thought like they're going to die, and today they're getting married. Now, I mentioned yesterday I was moved. It was a very touching wedding. But you know, you're at a wedding and you see this kid get up there, and you remember them on his deathbed or her, her deathbed, without hair, and they're having chemo. for a little kid who does not know what in the world is happening to them to have chemotherapy. And you and that kid is getting married. So they don't just see they when that kid, when that mother's crying under the khapa, she just doesn't see the wedding. She's remembering the chemo. It's there. And so Khaji that, that Shiva was there also. At this moment, when they're when they're when they at the Mount of Matan Torah, this joy, he still saw that that for that, that's how noticeable chaveri was. You know, when they were at that level, the highest level means the apex, the acme, the greatest revelation ever was at Sinai. And when the zakenim who were as close as possible, they had the best. Again, this is all anthropomorphic. Uh, uh, God forbid to think that there's actually like a like a physical throne up there. But whatever this means for right now, when the zakenim were the closest to Sinai, you, you know. Actually, I mentioned I mentioned this because I, I, sometimes I hear people talk to me like they think God is like with a white beard up in Shemayim, which is which is heresy. Um, um, so, um, for many reasons. Um, so, these are the, key, they, the the biggest view. What is what do they see at the highest level of prophecy, at the most auspicious moment in the history of the world? They see this. They see God's Nosvam Chaverot. That's what they see. God could have show them anything. You know all of Sefer Hazahar, all of Kabbalah is how God interacts with the world. There's so much complexity in, the, in God's interaction with the world the world you, we, can, we can speak for, for, for months years, decades just on how the works of Kabbalah goes on, on that. <laughs> That's what they saw. They saw this. the gods named, Ahak, he showed them one mida. One thing they saw at that moment, shuysparach, that God Hashem was there for the pain of the Jewish people, feels for the Jewish people, was Um imchaver. But vada giloizeh. If for sure this connection at the moment of the greatest prophecy, it can see that it's connected, it's interconnected. there is a level, an internal level, connected to the giving of the Torah itself. Why did Hashem want to give us Hashem's Torah HaChemda Genuza This hidden secret uh, Precious Torah Listen to this You know why God gave it to us? Because He felt for us (laughs) He saw that we would be We would be bad without Torah I was sitting on the plane yesterday Two Two seats next to me a lady, well dressed. When I say well dressed, she seemed like educated, meaning she's not she didn't come there like, you know, like bumish. You know, in her 40s or 50s, in the hotshots. The whole plane ride, playing a video game on herself. I'm myself like, please, this is the point of your life. Let's tear a little. I don't know what she was playing. sakamudu, whatever this thing is. I, how do I know what it is? Because there's lady, the one next to me was doing the same thing. I, she was, one lady was next to me. She's doing this Sakamura, I guess it looked like her phone said some kind of game. And she's doing the same thing, but the one next to me slept for half of the flight. So at least she slept. That's constructive. I was, you know, I was, I was going to ask her if she could sleep for me. I wish I could do that. like She was sitting there sleeping you know, on the plane. But I was sitting there on a the plane ride for four, five, six hours playing video games, like I think that's like, what in the world's her purpose to do this? I don't know if she does it all day. But even for six hours of a flight, what are you wasting your life on Narish kites? You know, say playing video games. You know who does that? My point? my, my five year old. kid would do if, had, if I let him. I wouldn't let him do that. Would. He would let him play for a video game for six hours. I wouldn't let him play for, for, for fifty minutes. <laughs> but he would like to do that for at least you know, you know, but, uh, an adult. What would we be without the Torah? We'd be we'd be sophisticated monkeys, amoebas. You know, what would our lives be without Torah? Hashem looks at us. He says. Um, and not only did he want to give us purpose, he wanted to give us eternal life. So if I this lady, I don't, I don't, she, I'm sure she's the next so I don't think against her personally, but if you ladies would sit, uh, you or me, we sit on the plane for six hours, we would be wasting our lives. We, The biggest gift we have is that we could enjoy this world, and trust me, I enjoy my plane much more than her video game. Uh, even though she kind of looked at me every few minutes to look what I was doing, you know, like... I know, he's still reading that ancient book in front of him like uh, you know so but but ultimately to merit us eternally you know, to give us imagine you give somebody you know physical life spiritual life so one thing is you give a person physical life you revive them another thing is you give them spirituality like eternal life Something to you give him physical and spiritual. Well, God gave us both, He gave us the physical, and He gives that's His gift to us. And we say it every day in Shema, the Brochas of Shema. God loves a tremendous love. tremendous mercy on us, a tremendous mercy on us. He gave us eternity, we could have been running around like a bunch of cows or horses with a hierarchy. What is it? What do you think? A person eats drinks for frappuccinos every day, you know, works in some stupid high tech company. I don't think there's nothing wrong with it. I mean as if a lot of people were smart smart people work in high tech companies. But that's the purpose of life, to work no. in, in, in Google and, 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 and watch uh, the losers on television, you know, go for some drinks you know, and, and have a tree in front of your house with lights and then die at 75 years old from whatever. Like, another there's a beauty to it and, 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 at some level. But the chemla is that God gave us eternal life. Pasha, eternal life. And he gave us, you know, I, I was teaching the 12th grade girls, minus one. Who's in a very good place. Minus one. Eh, she's enjoying herself. Okay. I mean, she's uh, the to call She can go there during winter break. So, so um, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's, uh, it's, it's fine. So, but I was teaching today about how Rome um, cro- converted to Christianity. Really, what, how, how how basically Judaism made it right. But the the, the, the number one reason is that Rome had to cave. I mean, there. Was, the world was so meaningless. There was death, there was immorality, there was lewdness, there was no values, there was no right and wrong, there, there was a feeling of impending doom. I mean, and of course, I chronicled all this for these girls, and, and how, because it's important to understand how Judaism impacted and how Christianity would come, how that would affect the whole world, including some of the Jewish world. Um, but whether it's an unstable, completely world, or a certain level of you know, existential angst or feeling or just no purpose or or, or just, or even mediocrity. You know, <coughs> I walk around well again, there's a lot of decent, good people, but you know, they live a life and, uh, and, and then you move on. And and, and, and if, you know, there's a somewhere tombstone for you and you move on. He had chem it forever and ever and ever. Our soul is eternal. <speaking> he planted for us eternal life. And that's why did he give us that? You know, it was out of the greatest mercy and the greatest feeling. Looking at it, you know, if you would see, I had actually—it's this is, this is not a joke. I saw somebody came to me, oh, not an observant Jew, that is, you know, his daughter is with a non-Jewish guy, and she's a young age, and she became pregnant. The guy's a total bum, So the person tells me. There's a guy I'm close to, an Israeli guy. The guy's a total bum. He, he, there's no way he can care less about her, really. He's not in it for the long term. You know, yeah. you know? And he, he makes sense to me, my his daughter's clueless. The girl is a college-educated ed- girl with, a, with, in theory, great prospects. And now she's pregnant at age 19 or 20 years old with a guy who's a loser... I don't know the guy this is the father's words a guy who's a loser who will not take care of her nor of this baby nor of anything else and like literally you know he's broken you know it bothers him that the girl and the girl he's why is this guy broken in his own words because his daughter he feels is just going to ruin her life she's 20 years old and he's looking at her future and saying What's gonna be with her, and it just kills him. So, when you see somebody you know, you know, ruining the ledger, selling themselves short, like you feel bad. I, I, I said to him, like, whatever, but why are you coming to me now? Like, why did you feel when your daughter? had no Torah, no, it's nothing four years ago, five years ago, I could have done something pray it. Sasha looks at us, he said, What would be with these people without Torah? They're gonna. Have, you know, waste a lot of their energy and life and vitality playing video games. <laughs> you think you think most people aren't playing video games every day? They just call it Facebook. And they call it Google. And they call it, you know, you know, music. I don't know if you can call it music. I don't know what that stuff is. Uh, and other entertainment. Or, you know, they're reading newspapers from the beginning tonight about an impeachment, which means nothing. <laughs> nothing. 50,000 articles about about the biggest political shenanigans which won't have any effect really and it really doesn't make a difference because it was just, you know, I'm, not, I mean, I'm just giving you the, the, the cliff notes so you should know that <laughs> the whole thing was a joke from the day, the day it started and no one cares <laughs> well some people care nobody cares it means they had their opinions no one cares because the thing was set and done before it happened no one cares no it's, I could have told you it's like I we went to law school you know about abortion Everyone came in. Their opinions stayed the same. No one's changed. Polls for two months are the same. Nobody cares. <laughs> you care. You cared before the pictures are. After those who hated Trump, hate Trump. Those who love him, don't love him. No one cares. Impeach, it's a joke. So you know, how many people. How much hours of people's lives they write about these, these things? You know, how much stupid. You know, who cares? The commentators. They get a field. They have this. You know, this is what they get. And, and that, it means zero. It's not going to affect any... Maybe we'll hurt the Democrats a little bit. But, you know, it means zero. You it's, 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 it can leave... This is the fact. You can look. At what, you, can, you don't have to take my word. Look at the polls for the past two months. Look at the bottom line. Nothing has changed. Nobody really cares. That's no. Nobody really cares. So I... I will we'll Make you happy. Some people care. Fine. But you know what? It doesn't affect anyone here's life. It doesn't... And how many hours of talk shows... I'm not talking about you or me. Do people listen to this stuff? How many articles do people read? It affected us because of our taxes. Our taxes went into that. It paid for it. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So it does the, us. Yeah, no, no, no yeah. But my point, I'm not I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not touching okay. on that. Right? And I'm, I, don't, I don't get political. This is the news right now, so I'm just mentioning it. It's so not part of your life, in my life. And people sit there, they talk about it, blah, 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 blah. blah. You know, and it really, it really. It, if I would talk about anything, I talk about more Brexit. I think that more of effect. Boris Johnson's victory will have more effect than in my life than <laughs> than this stupid impeachment is going to have, because it really that really is a, is is a, is a major shift for many reasons. Because um, that was real, <laughs> that actually made a difference. This the conclusion was done before it ever started. Um, I, I my, my point is not to talk about the politics of it. My point really is is that how much video games is really what it is. So we would be like that. We'd be sitting all day long, like many other people, looking at Google News, and the streamline would come down. Some of the like the news, they'd be shopping or looking at the other shopping, or just chattering and whatever. And, wait. and Hashem had mercy. said, "You have a life. Don't be pregnant at age twenty. You when you and give up your, your your career, your life, your dreams. You know this girl. Like the father said, she can marry up." She could, she's a great girl. I, you know, I don't really know the situation I know the, the the father, you know. You know, ah, uh, you don't know the person. I'm Mary App. So. Mm-hmm. Not up from yeah. this person, not from herself. Just, just, just you know, No, no up, from, just, up from the I, up from the guy. Up is, is, oh, please uh, spare me. <laughs> give me a break. Uh, she uh, could do better uh, than this guy. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it means. That's what it means. Ah, uh, yeah. So I mean, he looks at his daughter as completely. What a loss. Like, what an You know, when you see a brilliant mind, you you know, when when you see a a boy uh, at 16 who can be uh, the the next Nobel Prize winner or even a a great athlete get a scholarship to a college and have a career and this kid gets caught up in drugs with the wrong people. You see, what do you see? You see tragedy. So what if the boy is 16... Be the next Nobel Prize winner, uh, and or the next great athlete. I don't I care so much about athletics, just give me an example. And instead of getting on drugs, decides to become a video game champion, and it's gonna be a mediocre, and the rest of his life is a like video game. You think to yourself, What a, what a, what a waste! That is what it, what it would have been with us. Some would have been the drug addicts, most would not be drug addicts, they'd be video game champions, even they're not gonna be video game champions, you know. They'd be, They'd be like, you know, wasting their lives on, on, on things that, they, that, that they'd be selling themselves short. And Hashem had mercy, felt, I don't want you to end up that way. Gam HaShem Shigila And when Moshe said, Yash, yes, the first interaction between Hashem and Moshe, Hashem said, I will be with them. Like this, like I'm there with them now, I am there. Not that I thought about them for two minutes. Not that I donated on, on a... That's a level, by the way. Most people don't think... Don't get me wrong, that's certainly a level. But I'm going to sleep outside like a b'chaim, so I'm not going to have sugar for six months, plus, plus, plus. I'm going to feel what that is. You know, I'm going to really... You know, Rekiva Eger talked about a wedding. When he, when he, uh, he couldn't go to a wedding with a student, he would dance in his house. Mm-hmm. He would sit there, make a suda, and dance. I'm not going to ask any people when you miss weddings you go and dancing around your house, you know. We did this with your wife on our wedding. I can't wedding Did you dance? Two of us, yeah, we danced. To Am me. I with my wife? Yeah, that's nice. Uh, she knows the that Could be? You know, whatever. That's great. Now that's the way it should be. It at that time. Yeah, yeah. That's what it should be. You really you dance and and if you're because you weren't. And dance for seven days, by the way, Shevard Brophos. It's a lot of dancing. Uh, It's nothing wrong with dancing a lot. Um, And Hashem says, I'm there with you. Not that I'm there, I'm going to donate to you. Not that I'm there, I'll I'll come pay a shiva call. But I'm there. I'm there with you. Mamish. And even if it's not because of friendship, it means because it's the Chesed Shevard. Ekye. We got Mizkul. also says the Yara It's also that the feelings how the gula. Because I, Shem saw our pain. The He put his heart and redeemed them. even Moshe, when he would come to redeem the Jewish people, it says Moshe. Moshe became older. He became great. He went out to his brother brethren. The Yarbis of loisam. Nelson Aina Valibali has made so put his eyes and heart to feel for them. You know, one of the people who did outstanding things in the Holocaust was Mike Trest. Jonathan Rosenblum, who came here a few weeks ago, one of the books he wrote about was Mike Trest. You read about this guy in the Holocaust. He didn't sleep at nights. His days and his nights were, How could I save people? If I, how could I how could I live comfortably if my brothers and sisters are on gas chambers, on trains, in death camps, in, on hard labor camps, if there are Jewish kids being given to orphanages, if there are people in the forests running for their lives, not knowing where to run, because every single night there could be somewhere else to uh, to go. And I'm going to live in New York and just imagine, this guy, I, I, read the book, they called him Mike, an amazing book, amazing. What the fuck? They called him Mike. I have it in my house. if you want to borrow it. Um, but Moshe, that's how Moshe lived. He went out. He saw it. And, it, and it, how do I go on normally with this? Hap- what happens? It's not like you know. He didn't think about it for two, three minutes. What could I? You know, when you read about Soviet Jewry, mm-hmm. if there, there there was complete apathy. For decades in this country, a feeling of what could I do? By the way, the Hanukkah story was that most people, it felt powerless to do something under Greece. It was a few Jews saying, there's no way. No way. And you know, when you think about how the Soviet Union felt. There were Jews in Russia, like the Mendeloviches, like the Rebbe who were here, who literally took on, like Rabbi Zolber and Yosef Bigon, who literally took on the Russian bear. But there's also American Jews who, you know, sat there, got arrested. Arrested! You know, I, I, one thing, I you know, I could uh, agree or disagree with Mayor Kahana, but that man was willing to sit in jail. You know, I, I, there's plenty of things I agree with him, some things I disagree with him, but he sat in jail. For, for his brothers and sisters. He slept not with a, in a warm, comfortable bed. He sat in jail with, with thugs because it bothered him that Jews were, were under Russia with no one to help them. And Nehemiah wasn't the only one who did that. That's what it means to me, you no know, so, the all of That's what Moshe did. He saw Jewish people. I can't go on living normally. I'm going to do something about this. And he, where was Moshe living at the time? In the palace. <laughs> he had a great life. He had a name. You know, he was amazing. It, he could have been the next, he was aligned to, the, to be the head of Egypt. You know, the, the head of Egypt. <laughs> you know, these are words. when you think about what this means, that, <laughs> So much so that if you're sick or I'm sick, if somebody doesn't feel well, well the Talmud says, <speaking in Hebrew> it bothers Hashem. Literally, it bothers Hashem. When, when, when a Jew suffers, any individual Jew, it bothers Hashem. <speaking in Hebrew> Even on the, the blood of Rishayim, non Jews who are Rishayim, or Jews that are Rishayim. Right, wicked. It bothers Hashem that this was lost. How much more so in, when, when a precious person When they're suffering, they're in pain, they're going through life difficulties. It could be physical, it could be they have problems with their children, problems at work, emotional health problems. Kaj is mamish, Which means, uh, you that story of Arya Levine, Levine, that when he came with the wife of the doctor, our foot hurts. <laughs> you know, we, that's how he lived. Hashem has that with every Jew. It's, our, it's my pain. That's the dogma. I, as much as I love that Ari Levine story, and he was a tzaddik, I am inspired by his life. And I don't want to take away anything from him. And he probably would say this about someone else. But imagine, not he takes the students, I'm sure he did this by the way, our foot hurts. And how imagine if it's not a student? He meets his Jew on the streets. And by the way, his story is like way ahead of anyone I know in Chesed. But it's an amazing story. But everyone loves that story. But imagine if he met a stranger somewhere, our foot hurts. <laughs> like, you know, that is the ultimate. By the way, that is what the, the Kabbalah says is Avis Israel. When you love a Jew, it's not. It the, the, the way the Talmud describes Abdish let's imagine we're all on the same team. And you want if the team works, if we're all on the same team, we we, we swim together, we sink together, we're all this together. The way the Kabbalah says it, it's not we are one. Ma'am one. If this person's happy, I'm happy. If this person's sad, I'm sad. That is the ultimate innocent. That means you feel that the yid is suffering. you It bothers you to the core. You're going to sleep out. I'm not telling you this, by the way. I'm just telling you the level. It's not funny. The, 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 that is the, the, what we should be living. I'm not saying, and if I say you're not doing this, because not, I'm not the level, you're not the level. But really, it's the level we should be at. And we don't have to do this, because the posture, I don't think any of this room are on that, that level. If we, would, if we would do it, we'd be, we'd be fooling ourselves and get sick, <laughs> Right? and probably break in the, in the process. But if you want to know where we should be, that's where we should be. Uh, that's where we should be. And you see a wedding, not, you know, you go to a wedding, there's someone you don't relate to, whatsoever. Not a wedding that people don't look like you, they don't dress like you, they don't talk like you. You go to a sotner wedding. You know, uh, you know, Or some Sfardi wedding that's not like you. You know, if your friends or somebody you relate to, I'm mean, seriously, you know, if it's somebody you, know, you don't know anything, you don't even relate to their lifestyle. Separate halls. The woman's wearing a thick veil, you know, and you feel a joy like it's your best friend in the whole world, like it's your child. Like you're married after a kid. That's 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 what it is. You know, when you're married after a kid, now there's a normal human feeling there, but. Everyone's your child. It's our foot. <laughs> it's our foot. It's all there. I'm just trying to highlight the level to aspire for. It's, 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 but this is the essence. This is what they saw at Martin Toro. This level, and this is the highest level of chesed. And the shorish, the, the roots where all of, all of all of the positive mitzvahs between a man and his friend come from, and negative mitzvahs, man and his friend come from. And I saw call on so Hashem feels it's his foot, it's his hair, it's his headache. It, you, know, if, you, know, when you're, you know, I keep saying you know, because I keep thinking to myself, all like, the, the things that I've seen as being a rabbi of people's suffering. like I see a lot of happiness as well, uh, and joy. But somehow or another, if you're a rabbi, besides weddings and bar and bar mitzvahs, but you get less of the good news. Just telling you, people... Because people don't share the good news as much, they share the problems. They come to you. They don't, I don't, I don't get knocked on the door. My kids are behaving great. My wedding... My, 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 my wife is so good. My husband's great. The boss is amazing. Who comes to me? My kids are ruining my lives. My spouse does not get me. I'm, I'm a boss. I want to kill him. Can I kill him? Not my, no, you can't kill him. <laughs> okay, now let's talk about how to deal with boss. Right? That's the, I'm, I'm serious. That's what I get. It's like when I say, you know, I was going through my head how many crazy stories I hear over the years of people who really have life challenges, not legitimate, legitimate challenges. Um, and those challenges, Kash feels. feels, Halavai, I mean, I'm going to be very frank, I wish that I was on a level that I... Really, no. You can't be if you're a rabbi. You know, sometimes you have to be a little bit. not There's sources. You can't be like, every time because it won't function. <laughs> you know, but to, but halavai, I should feel the, the to the degree I should every time he have this and not be jaded whatsoever. And the fact that one shuts themselves down to an extent which is necessary. So otherwise, you know. Like, I, even recently I've heard not from the show abuse cases, sexual I mean those are real serious and that scars you know, you think about that stuff, you think that like, this kid was abused and it damaged. It's like you just think yourself, like how terrible someone to pleasure themselves off somebody and destroy or like, kill this kid the rest of their lives they think terrible things. You know, it was, it was, you know just we recently I had this case. I mean, I many of these cases. No one in here, thank God, thank God. But but like it's like you you hear it's like tragic. push it tragic. Um, it's a relative that doesn't even So uh Kajbarko in all of those pain, you know, it's 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 he's there. I feel Rosa Shinanas even and by the way, that's why Tzadikim they don't want people to have pain. They don't want to cause people pain. Because you know who you're really causing pain? Hashem. I think I, I said this once Much of us, said the men's classroom here. That the... I'm, trying, I'm blanking right now because I'm not fresh in my head. Either the Urachayim or a student, the Chidot. One of the two. One of the, one of the two. The Urachayim was a great the, great the great biblical commentator and Sadiq has, a, has a, a safe called pre Preetair on Shalchan was buried in a of Olives, one of the greatest sages of the 18th century, early 18th century. And his student was the Chidat, Rabbi Yochai, the great Kabbalah, <laughs> does it work, does it work. So he once saw one of the senior sages of Jerusalem being terribly, awfully embarrassed by someone else. And I'm blanking actually on the case right now, i will help you probably soon. But he went to this person he didn't want to be. He said, could you please forgive the person? So the guy said to him, you should know I forgave the person immediately. Why? Because he didn't want Hashem to suffer. Because if I didn't forgive this person, Hashem wouldn't have suffered. Do you know what, that level, you know what that, that level is? I had a case recently where one person had a minor insult and they, 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 they don't want to forgive. Because they're hurt. They think about how Hashem feels. You know, I, I, I you know, I, 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 one time had a sibling rivalry type thing. I said, Why do you think about your parents? Like, how do they feel about your stupidity? Like, you just care about yourself. You know, you're right. Why do you think how your parents feel? Don't, don't they mean something to you enough that you can't you can't put this aside? And then watching their suffering as you fight. So this tzaddik, like live with this how uh, does it that that's an Hashem The Hashem has pain you understand what that means? It means he forg- he forgot about all his own pain because he knew that as long as he's in pain Hashem's in pain so if I sit there and harp on this I'm, I'm actually long gaining Hashem's pain so there's two levels there one he realized the fact the fact that when we're in pain, Hashem is in pain. And two, it bothered him so much that he forgave the guy. He, that's a propel... But we're not talking about forgiving people right now. It's about how Hashem is literally... is with us. In the I've imagined this. If each one of us, when someone wants to get married or have children or is suffering or is physical, even arthritis or diabetes or insomnia, whatever. Hashem feels, insomnia. you know, I, 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 there are a few people, there, this I do deal with locally in the show some people as well. The people of insomnia, you know, it's it's, it's debilitating to an extent. It's, it's, it's you know, uh, uh, so, you know, if you're a spouse of that person or a friend of that person, they tell you, so, you know, most people feel, I'm going to go back to myself. When I had mono, still traumatized with that event over there. Right? You know, even if they got it, do you think anyone really felt bad? You know, Shiran had mono. I'm going to be very, very frank. There were people, what was their first concern? It's contagious. I mean, where, a lot? a lot. Yeah. Like, it's a missing people ask for like, really That, that, hey, they contain, not just him. No, there, by the way, there is, there is a legitimacy to be concerned about there's for sure, but when I hear the people saying some of the people, it wasn't. Oh my goodness, I feel so bad for him. For him, like you know, uh, it's mm. you know Rav Palm. There's a kid who's to who the davening with a special needs kid in his minion. Davening Rav Palm took davening very seriously, but there's also this kid with special needs. There's, there's, there's feelings here. Not, that's a fine balance. I'm not talking about how a show has to run or not. But what, what, what it would bother me is if I saw people who don't get the situation this is a special needs kid. Like, kid. you could be concerned about dominating, you know, but you first have to literally feel that this is my kid. You know, it's my, it's my kid who has this. You, you, let me tell you something God forbid a parent has a special needs kid, their whole world changes, and how they view the world changes. And they look for empathy because... Not because they, they need it. to to survive in this world. They, they, this kid needs... To, I have tomorrow morning... Boys coming after dominating family from Los Angeles, I know. For, through relatives. She, they called me up. The boys are going to Stanford Medical. They got to LAX just tonight. They got this call right before this class. They're going to LAX. Uh, that their, their 13-year-old son, who they're taking to the Stanford Medical, was whatever autism or whatever the kid has he puts on tefillin for five minutes every day says, brachas, to the Sembrachas, Torah Bar Mitzvah, he forgot his font. They're running to get to the airport for that's fun. So they're asking me could I organize someone to say put on tefillin with him tomorrow for the five minutes he will just up out the will all the way out of the way before driving they so by the airport they have to drive south to the shul and go north to the thing for the five minutes this kid, of course the kid needs to put on tefillin. Now when you have a kid like that you know you, 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 you put so much kishkis Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's not here. Everyone knows what kishkas means, right? Yes, we all know you're, what kishkas, you're, you're kishka's means. You put your inside in for that kid, and, and you know, and, and maybe things the kid does wrong, the understanding of the kid, and there's sometimes you know things have to be. But the first reaction is to feel like you know this, and so imagine that someone has insomnia. People, oh, you're killing my sleep. Doing this, I have, but I, I have to work with my, my wife. Who wakes up in the middle of my kids teething. It's not a joke, you know. Comp- it's not a joke. But I'm not even competing. It's not a joke. She knows. Yeah, for sure. But, but he uh, knows. Well, yeah. But the truth is, if I would be not sensitive enough, if my wife is behind in sleep, like I can say, I got back last night. I also don't have sleep. You know, let's compete. Who has less sleep? Yeah, right? Probably not a good thing <laughs> to do. What? No, but we do. We don't say it. Okay. That's we don't say it. We compete in our own minds. Uh, really, I am I'm, I'm sorry you have insomnia, but you know, I have my own problems. <laughs> 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 no, you don't say it. But you think to yourself, listen, I have, wor- I have it worse. Sure yeah, you know, I got it worse. We all do that, by the way. I'm, not, I'm serious. We all do that. Like we, so we don't even feel the person's insomnia. Oh, we don't feel the person's pain of uh, of you know uh, of 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 their marriage not being okay, divorce or. Or widowhood, or, or having children, or physical ailments, or their children don't talk to them, or they're strained relationship with their brother or sister, or whatever it may be, or they have they have emotional emotional health difficulties. You know, we don't have the, or they're just socially off. Like, we don't have the ability to deal with it because we have our own problems. You know, we have, everyone has problems. Who doesn't have problems? But the the of all that culture we feel that, you know. I'm talking even spouses, I'm, how do I know this? Because I, I get the I get to deal with that I hear the comments. Even if they're not coming to me for problems, oh my husband has this and my wife has this. It's like they say it like ah <laughs> I'm not saying that they totally feel that way, but yeah, you know, I'm dealing with a lot of Shivas right now. You bet when when their family's talking about the Shiva, they're taking it very seriously. Because they, 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 it's seven days. It can handle seven days of taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know but, but you take it seriously. You don't make a joke out of it. You know, it's oh, my wife, she's, all, she's chronically, whatever. There's a certain nice little oh, because you feel it that way. Um, and Kaj Baruchel feels mamish, literally, everyone's pain or joy. Um, and if he feels that for individuals... Rabbi Yossi, who was a student of Rabbi Kiva, is once davening in one of the ruins of Jerusalem. This would be the equivalent of davening in Treblinka a few years after the Holocaust. When, the bones, I, I, when I went to Auschwitz and to Poland in 1994, it was 50 years after the Holocaust. There's still so... You couldn't be a cone there. On the ground, you'd see bone fragments. That's us, Right? So he's in one of the destroyed parts of Jerusalem. Right? The B.I.C. was 50 years after the destruction. Not even 40 years. He's davening in one of these destroyed places. Not the basement. There's just a regular destroyed building. Synagogue. Ba'ilav of Eliyahu. This is still long time ago. all came to him. He said, oh. what did you hear in this korba, in this, this ruined place? Amar to lo lov, Shabiyosim and Khalafta when the great Tzvikiva said, Shamatibasko, I heard a heavenly voice. Shemina k'yona, that was, that was, uh, making noise like, uh, like, like like a dove. The Omeres, and saying, oy, Lebanim, whoa, for these children. Like that Dad. Came to me with Pasha broken about his child, was that his daughter is destroying her life. Well, Hashem looked at the Jewish people, all oh, how much more so? What did they do to themselves? Now you can say, you know what happens when people mess up? what well, they did to themselves. What she was doing, you know. Uh, you know, no, he was broken, Haqaj Baruch Uh and I had I had to destroy the, the base, my base of Magdash. This Sarafdi is know, Hashem feels that more than we do today. Yeah, we today how many of us really feel about something that's being destroyed? We go to the Kaisal. If we rip Kriya, it's before, oh, I've got a daven, I need a Shidduch. I need, a, I need to get healthy, I need my kids to be happy. It was a good place to daven in the kaisel. But you think people get to the Kaysal, the first thing they do is rip Kriya? Not today. I've been to the Kaysal many times very few people come there and the first thing they see these they get to the coastal, they want to be spiritual by the way it's amazing I'm not taking anything away from that that's amazing you want to be spiritual you want to cry you want to daven you want to thank Hashem but the Hamikdash, there's a mosque up there no one's thinking whatsoever about that they're coming to they're coming to the that's, that's. it's actually like a joyous scene over there today it's Freilich I'm going to because we don't have tomorrow to marry make sure, right? Okay. Uh, uh, it's, joyful. Uh, it's joyful. It's <laughs> joyful. It's joyful over there. It's literally, you know why it's joyful? It, it's joyful because we don't feel that pain. We really I don't. Yeah. There's, a, there's a, You know, it's like imagine like a kid being, you know, like this girl. Like She's happy in her life right now. The father's been crying for her. She doesn't even realize. I yeah, see under the highways, I deal with it for the era of these drug addicts. You think they realize how bad their situation is? They don't. Some of them don't know because they're, they're mentally ill. Some of them are just they're enjoying their opioids, they're enjoying their meth. You know, huh? If you're an outside observer, there, it's like, oh my goodness, like the junk, the lifestyle, it's rainy, it's cold. Like, we cry. Like, we're like those drunk guys. We're like under the bridge. Huh. We're homeless. We're based in Mingdash. We are are homeless, but we're enjoying our opioids. We're imagining, wow, if I can get a good deal on Black Friday, life is good. Cyber Monday, Baruch Hashem, you know, I just got, I got a great vacation. Oh, now we get holy, oh, I get kosher Chinese food. (laughs) It's kosher, and you know, it's kosher, it's amazing. Life is good. This is like getting very spiritual over here. You know, and a shetel? Wow, beautiful. Nice shetel. Not one of and, my concerns. Huh? Not one of my concerns. Yes, <laughs> Hashem. You know, good skirt, whatever it is. You know? And now there's a kosher way of doing this. You're going to cruise and have the Shabbos mode of the fridge on the... Fr- amazing, it Life is good. I mean, thank you, Hashem. Baruch Hashem, life is good. Um... But we're all opioids. We're, this, is what we're, this is what we're happy about. We, we could be a billion times closer to Hashem. We could have way more kosher food if that's something to about. This is, you know, the point is that we don't realize. But Hashem feels that. And Yubi with the chalaf that goes in, and they what did you hear? And it's crying, whoa, that's the pain of Hashem. Even when we don't even realize the pain. Eliyahu um, told us to be Yisui, chayecha ba your life, not only this, but three times a day. Uh, and not only that, when the Jewish people come for minyan and they go to learn, and they say, Hashem's uh, every Hashem's Rabbah, every God's omnipotent, uh, praise it as a king whose children do this. Malo la Whoa to these kids that don't even realize that they're kicked off from the father's table. What pain Hashem has. What sorry he has. I'm gonna do a little more of work because I can learn for two weeks and I'm gonna hold. Um uh, the in this shop we ask, if we ask what's it? our obligation? To to feel to feel. With our friends, while well, Torah, didn't say, wait, it's not You're not going to show. It's like you know she's going to look at this Shafter. kosher or not kosher, right? If you want, you want to keep Shabbos, okay or not okay? Give me the bottom line, black or white. What am I doing? Am I am I doing a nevira? What's the mitzvah of um, noisabov and, and like, and how do I do it? Like, just tell me. Okay, let me checklist this. How am I nocible? How do I really do it? So he says that this mitzvah is not there's no black and white parameters like, like shatnes or kosher or how to have a dalaminim or a sukkah or a chanukah. You can, like, how do I do the mitzvah of chanukah? To walk in Hashem, it means uh, that's the obligation. And the version of walking in Hashem Following Hashem's path, Hashem, who every moment, every pain that we feel, every joy that we feel, Literally, it's His foot. It's Hashem's foot, Kavdiyachol. It's when you're when you're when there's a headache, it's there, and when there's a joy, it's Hashem's foot. And eyes, and ears, and and that and, that's what it is. If that's how Hashem does it, this has to be how we, we deal with it as well. Again, there's many psukim. There's too much to even, it's too many to, the Torah is the God filled with these verses. Now nah, just I'll pick one. It says, V'ashav Hashem um, L'kecha, Eshvuzcha R'achamecha. The Hashem will return from the, uh, the from the, 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 the the servitude from the gallus. have mercy on you and this is in the Tzavim it should have said um, Shai looked at the Heshev he's going to return your people in Galas says, Hashem is going which means that, chazas, that, the hashkina, that Hashem dwells with us in the Galas and when, heish, when, when we're free Hashem is free we're going to see when we resume that how we feel with other people. Um, and i just, you know, I'm going to give you an example. There's a Shabbos, a Shabbos. You know, I would imagine, first of all, you get a free lunch, a free Shabbos, so you don't have to take Shabbos. <coughs> but like, yeah you know, to a Shabbos, I'm I'm seriously, start small, start small. You know, when you're eating that chicken, schnitzel, if you're Mrs. Blazer and others, that, was that salad, uh, you know, you think about what a joyous moment this is. Not for a second. You're in a Shava Brachas. How amazing. You look at the chasin and the kala, you know, and feel it. And, and, and pick, it's the easiest times is when you're the, the moments of, of a Shiva house or a Shava Brachas. To, to, to be, not that it's a strange, imagine it's your child. You know how much joy. Think about the joy. And when you're in a shiva house, you know the, there's a man's, man's tahara there. You know when you do a tahara, it's a very holy act, and the people who do the tahara I'm inspired by, and they take it very seriously. But once in a while, think about how the family feels. Not just at the mitzvah. How much pain they must be missing to have. when you pick these moments. They're, they're, they are the, they expand their horizons. And you can see, you know, somebody, you know, tends to be we have empathy for the the tragic cases. But somebody has mono, we're taking that very seriously. You know, somebody has insomnia, they tell you that. Don't just keep eating your chicken or your your salad. Stop, think, wow, what would it be if I had mono? How would it be if I had insomnia? You feel like, oh my goodness, wow. Wow. I'm telling you, I see great sages. They, they, they digest things. They're not just like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Oh, they don't say that, of course. No one says that. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, a terrible night's sleep. My my baby was up four times. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. You know, thi- this is the highest level. It's a level that we saw Amat and Torah, that Hashem wanted us to see love we should aspire for.